War never changes. Remember, no Russian. Did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? If I'm to choose between a greater and lesser evil, I'd rather not choose at all. I'm afraid. I don't know what to do. Everyone I have cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. Hey, welcome back to Let's Talk Video Games. My name is Walter Nunez, and today we got some uh, nice and juicy stuff to discuss. Um, so yeah, we're going to we're going to be talking about um, uh, Microsoft uh, Xbox, like the Xbox Live Gold subscription. It had like a new like news about it, but then they uh, said that they were not going to do that. So it was kind of messy. And uh, we're also going to talk about and like in that same segment, like on uh about Warner Brothers, and like the video games are going to release on future years. We're also going to talk about uh Hitman Three and Resident uh, Evil Village. Now, um, without further ado, let's start. Right. So let's start with the Microsoft uh thing. So last week, they announced the there was going to be an increase. Uh, on the price for the Xbox Live Gold subscription. Now, um, this is not new. There have been a lot of, uh, you know, increases on the price, but there have been, like, really small, you know, like maybe a dollar or something. However, this time, the increase was going to be really high, really high, because the annual cost of the subscription was going to double. And um, as you might expect... They got an amazing uh, amount of backlash from the community. Uh, a lot of users were just saying pretty bad stuff uh, about Microsoft and Xbox and all of that. Because, uh, yeah, like they, they, they didn't like that uh, amount of increase, you know, like double is a lot. And it was just like uh, all of a sudden. Uh, however, just like probably uh, after a day or something, they uh, said that they were not going to do this increase, that they messed up, they were sorry. And on top of that, all uh, free-to-play games that had online features could be played online without the subscription. That means that games like uh, Fortnite with its Battle Royale, Apex Legends, and uh, Call of Duty Warzone are playable on Xbox without a subscription. Uh, which is pretty cool, you know? And... That's pretty much like the end of the news and, you know, happy ending, everything's cool. But it got me thinking and it got me thinking, what happened here, you know, because they are obviously not losing money anymore. Like Microsoft is smart and obviously Xbox because they're part of Microsoft. They're smart and they are not losing money. And if they are not losing any money, then uh, and they're not losing money like with this new thing of the free-to-play games and not increasing the prices, then why were they doing it in the first place? You know, like why why did they say like, hey, let's double the 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 price of of the of the annual cost for Xbox Live? I I am sad, uh, but I think it's probably because they are trying to take advantage of the players, which is not new. Sadly, um, on the on the industry these last few years, a lot of companies have seen opportunities uh, on 
I don't know, maybe platforms, and this time the, the subscription, sometimes games and, and business models. And they see that people are uh, spending money on that. They're enjoying it. There's a lot of uh, people there, a lot of money to be made. And instead of just, you know, trying to make the service or whatever better and charge more because you made it better, they give the exact same thing and they try and increase the prices or do something that's unfair for the gamers for the sake of money. And um, I, I think that's what happened here. They just said, like, hey, a lot of people are really interested in, you know, our Xbox Live subscription. Let's just charge for it. And it didn't work. You know, uh, PlayStation already had that, that uh, free-to-play option. So you could play uh, Fortnite and Call of Duty Warzone and that kind of stuff on, on, on the game, uh, on the console without paying. So, um, I don't know. I think this was a terrible move. Uh, again, in the end, everything was, was all right, but it just bugs me, you know? It's, uh, it's I, I don't like when companies or people or whoever, whatever, decide to do these kind of predatory uh, actions, you know? Um, it happened with Electronic Arts at some point. It happened with Warner. It happened uh, now with uh, Microsoft. And there have been a lot of cases uh, on which companies try to take advantage of the players. However, in recent years, a lot of these players are saying like, hey, no, I don't like that. I'm, I'm not going to pay. I don't care how good your um, service is, is, you know, or, or your game or your whatever is. I'm not going to pay more because you just decided you wanted to make more money. Um, and I hope uh, Microsoft understands this and tries to find a way they are in need of more money for whatever reason to find a, a, a fair way to to get more money without taking advantage of, of the players. Which takes me to Warner. Um, obviously, Warner, probably most people know it because of uh, the movies, series... However, they also make games. <laughs> um, one of the most, uh, I'll say, most popular games recently of them uh, is the whole uh, Shadow of Mordor series, uh, which was pretty good, you know, based on the Lord of the Rings uh, world or universe. Now, they, they said this week that they are obviously working on more games, but um, they are having a strong focus on games as a service. Uh, I have a whole episode uh, dedicated to games as a service explaining what they are, some examples, and um, some of the problems of this uh, like business model. However, um, I'm just going to give like like a real quick summary for, for the sake of this discussion. Uh, games as a service are these games that are continuously changing and they are getting more and more content added. Um, and you have to pay for that, obviously, uh, in some way or another. And what I what I want to say is that um, the fact that they are focusing so much on games as a service is kind of problematic. And just think about this. Uh, when you play a game uh, like Star Wars Battlefront 2, for instance, it was free uh, last week, I think, um, you have to spend a lot of time in it. 
you have to invest a lot of time in it if you don't want to to spend money. Uh, even if you want to spend money, like if you want to get the whole uh, experience, the whole thing that you're supposed to get out of the game, you need to spend a lot of time. And since it's all the time, it's it's constantly changing, it's constantly evolving, you have to invest uh, time always. Like, okay, uh, you've maybe finished with all the content that's available today, But guess what? Tomorrow there's a new expansion. There are new characters. There's a, there are new missions. There are uh, there's uh, I don't know new weapons or whatnot, and you have to re re readapt to those new things or learn those new things, and you have to do that by obviously investing time uh, on, on on that. And some games are not as time demanding as others. Some are more on the casual um, gaming side, but there are others that just um, are, you know, like asking for a lot of time, especially uh, uh, MMOs, uh, massive multiplayer online games. I don't know, like um, World of Warcraft or EVE or um, Star Wars The Old Republic. All of those games are really, really um, in need of you investing time. And if you have all games, just say something, you know, like, let's imagine all games uh, uh, that are released uh, this year are games as a service. There is no possible way for a player to play even probably 10 of those games. And this will eventually uh, transform into pl players not even buying the game. So... Uh, I'm not even going... Like, a lot of these games are free to play. Obviously, the games as a service. But the ones that are not... Uh, if I am just invested in playing uh, World of Warcraft, I am not going to do anything else than World of Warcraft because I don't have time to invest the same amount of time as in World of Warcraft into another game, you know? Uh, and that's why... That's partly the reason why a lot of single-player games have been doing so well these last few years. Games like uh, The Last of Us 2, Cyberpunk uh, 2077, with its, you know, uh, bumpy release, um, Animal Crossing, that's mostly uh, offline, but also has online features. And all of those games that are mostly single-player have been doing so well because people can't uh, play uh, more probably than... I. I can't play more than two. I bet there's people that play probably three, but I don't think there's anyone that continuously plays four games as a service. It's just not possible. The game, the day has 24 hours always, and you have stuff to do. You have to study, you have to work, you have to, uh, you know, clean the house, do whatever you have to do during your day, and there are no more hours. You have to sleep eventually, And uh, trying to convert the whole industry or your whole revenue, uh, especially when you are a big company, on games as a service is a really bad move. Uh, you need to do both. You need to balance out uh, your games. Sometimes the the best choice or, or the best course of action is indeed games as a service. But other times it isn't. Other times the best way to, uh, to uh, just generate more money is by doing uh, single-player games. 
And that's what hopefully will happen uh, with the uh, industry in general. It will balance itself out between single-player games and games as a service. And that's going to be like the, the perfect sweet spot for the industry and for players. I hope, I really hope it's not uh, like too far away. I hope it's, it's coming soon, that point. And yeah, uh, with that, I'm uh, going to move to Hitman 3. Uh, so Hitman 3 was released um, this month, like two weeks ago, kind of. And it was released on Nintendo Switch on the last generation of consoles, that's PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and the current generation, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. And obviously also on PC, but all, only uh, on the Epic Games Store. And before talking about that specific issue, because it was interesting um, and problematic, I do want to, you know, give you uh, a small uh, kind of rundown on what you may find in the game. Um, obviously, spoiler free. Uh, so the first game um, of Hitman was uh, released on on the Glacier engine, and has that engine has been like running pretty much all games of IO Interactive since nineteen ninety eight. There obviously it's not it's obviously not the same engine now, but it's like an iteration of the same one, and. Um, we know that on PC, graphics always will look the best. But um, if you're playing on uh, on uh, PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X, you are going to love the graphics. Um, the Xbox One, I'm sorry, Xbox Series X, uh, has a 4K native resolution, and it runs at really smooth 60 frames per second. And uh, for some reason, the PlayStation 5 gets uh, 3200 uh, times uh, 1800p resolution at 60 frames per second. So, you know, in a nutshell, yeah, the, the Xbox Series X runs Hitman better than the PlayStation 5. Uh, even though the, the frames are the same and the quality of the textures is the same. So that's pretty weird, if you ask me. Just, I don't know why, uh, if the two consoles are pretty much the same, why is there that big of a difference, you know? It's weird. Uh, but even with that, you're gonna, you're gonna love playing the game. Uh, I play it on my 4K uh, um, uh, TV, and it looks amazing on the PlayStation 5. So, you, if you are really picky, you're probably going to see, like, some issues and some stuff that doesn't look quite perfect like some shadows are like um on the playstation 5 are probably of a less quality uh than on the xbox series x but overall if you're just casually playing and not like picking everything up from the game you're gonna have a blast and um that being said uh there are problems with the pc uh, version um yeah so as i said the game's only available on the epic Games store and the problem is this uh, hitman 3 has um the option to import locations from hitman 1 and hitman 2 to you know to this one so you can play on some of the maps on you know like that's that's a cool thing the problem is Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 were not released on the uh, Epic Games Store. Not originally, at least. 
uh, Hitman 1 is available at the Epic Games Store, so there's no problem there. Uh, the problem is that um, there's no Hitman 2 on, on Epic Games. And I don't know, how, how are you going to, to import from another um, company the the maps from that game was going to be weird so io interactive said like hey here's our um solution for that don't worry fans we got this covered and they <laughs> they actually said this um so first the hitman game of the year access pass will be available for free for anyone who owns hitman 3 on the epic games store it will remain free for the first 10 days after launch for those who buy or pre-order Hitman 3. Next, existing owners of Hitman on Epic Games Store, the first one, obviously including those who picked the game um, for free when it was available in August, get a free Hitman Game of the Year access pass upon buying Hitman 3. Then, the Hitman 2 standard and gold access passes will be offered at an 80% off for 14 days after Hitman 3's launch on Epic Games Store, and will continue to be const uh, constantly discounted. And even though, you know, the student never said anything about the prices of those passes, but the problem is, you have to buy this pass or this whatever to get the maps from Hitman 2 into your Hitman 3. Which is a problem. Why? Because some some fans, especially like hardcore fans, have uh, played all of the games of Hitman, or maybe the new ones at least, or at least Hitman 2. And they will have to buy again. I know an 80% discount, whatever. It's still you have to pay more money for something that you already own. And it's not your fault. Why? Because Hitman 2 was released on Steam. And that's it, you know, like it's not a problem uh, of that, that's generated or created by the players. It's a problem that IO Interactive, uh, Interactive decided to create because instead of going with releasing the game on any platform, they did this um, um, exclusive for year contract with the Epic Games Store. And now players are not able to uh, import from Steam their locations. And again, that's a problem from the developer. And again, lots of backlash as always. People were mad and I, I understand why. And uh, I think, uh, I don't know who's, who saw the problem first, but at least the first to say that they were going to work on that was Epic Games. They said that the, um, they are creating this um, uh, platform and community around their platform in the hopes of, uh, you know, being a good one. And that includes not uh, forcing players that have already bought the game on another platform to pay more money just because they, they have the exclusive right now. So, uh, yeah, Epic Games decided that they were going to have, like, you know, some way to work around this problem and allow players that have uh, Hitman 2 on Steam to import for free uh, their locations to Hitman 3. So that's cool. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why IO Interactive decided to 
give that like statement and I don't know why they thought it was going to be like a good way of, you know, working like or or like giving people an option it was so bad. Again, only focused on the money. Ah, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Hate when they do that sometimes. But let's move to the last topic of the day that it's uh, Resident Evil Village because we have um in this in this past couple of weeks we had a demo multiplayer um trailer release whatever some interesting stuff right there the demo first of all is on PlayStation 5 and it's called uh, Resident Evil Maiden and again I'm not going to spoil it in case you want to play it or you can just watch it on YouTube um has just shows how the the Resident Evil Village game is going to work at least on PlayStation 5 it has an 84k resolution stable for uh, 60 frames per second and a personal thing that I loved are the management of the blacks. So if you play in any game, like horror games usually, or especially Resident Evil games, they are very focused on night uh, shots or underground stuff and a lot of black or dark areas. And that's a problem when you're playing on a non-dark room or at day, you know, during the day. Um, because the sun or the light or whatever is kind of reflecting on the on the screen and you can't see shit so you have to pop the brightness up to the like to the roof and then everything looks like weird and you know it just makes you lose this kind of immersion on the game however I do want to say that on this specific case I have no idea what they did the blacks look amazing and they are pretty good and they look super nice they are very clear i played um during the day like at 2 or 3 p.m and i played at night and it's pretty much the same you have to tweak a little, little you know stuff there but overall perfect um you know as always as a big horror fan please play your games watch your horror movies or any game that's kind of scary or thing that's scary at night it just gives more it gets you more tense, which is good when you are um, playing or trying to get scared. Um, that being said, we have uh, the free multiplayer coming. Um, so when you buy the game, you're going to get this free multiplayer with it. Um, it's called um, Reverse, because apparently that's the way the franchise is going. I'm joking, but it is called Reverse. It's R-E as Resident Evil, uh, two dots, and then Verse as Universe, you know, like the Resident Evil Universe or whatever. The problem is this game is a PvP. That means player versus player. That means you, real person, controls a character, and you fight against other real people. Why? 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 I don't understand why would Capcom do that. Um, they are obviously not listening to, um, the community because they, they've always said they want a PVE, um, game that's player versus environment or player versus the computer or whatever the developers create, you know, like being uh, in a cooperative mode where you, uh, and your friends or your team or your crew or whatever, uh, group together and as a team, 
um, do certain uh, objectives, you know, instead of just killing each other. And if that's not bad enough, here's uh, the cherry on top, like this terrible stuff. First of all, I don't know why we had like this comic filter, like the, the some characters during the trailer at points had the like halftone uh, brushes or whatever, which look weird. I don't know if there's going to be like an option for that. And also, um, the for some reason, the gameplay shown or trailer, the people that were shooting uh, from, on the game um, were pretty much, were probably stormtroopers in their past lives because they probably shot like 10 bullets and hit no one with it, uh, which was pretty pathetic. And also, the, this, was, this was shown and uh, talked about on Twitter. They, they look like, the characters look like they've been like shrunken down. You know, um, because, yeah, they, they look weird. They look weird uh, um, considering their environment. And they probably have this, it's probably the same map that you're going to see in-game, which is lazy but understandable. The thing is, because obviously the, the proportions of maybe a door, you know, uh, in real life you go through a door and you can go freely or without a hassle through that door, just one person. If you want to do two people at the same time on usual doors, um, there you're going to have to squeeze a little bit. And that's not really helpful when you're playing Pv PvP because you have to have this dynamicity on, on the game. So they kind of shrug him down, apparently. They haven't said anything, but they do look weird. You can just look at the trailer yourself and make your own opinion about it, but they do look weird. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Why are we getting this stuff? Like, why are we getting PvP? Nobody likes PvP. Nobody wants on Resident Evil PvP. That's what I meant. Obviously, a lot of people like PvP. I do. But not on Resident Evil. I want to be with four friends or three friends and uh, group up and kill some freaking zombies, you know? Or now witches or vampires or whatever they are monsters uh not kill my, like my friends what's the fucking purpose of that i don't know um but yeah uh, that game's gonna release on may 7th um for again playstation 4 xbox one pc and uh there's gonna be a free update next gen update uh for playstation 5 and series x as always i don't know if they're gonna sell like a uh, game per se for PlayStation 5 or Resident Evil uh, Village. But if they do, don't buy it. Buy the PlayStation 4 version because it's cheaper and you get the free update. Don't spend extra money if you don't have to. And that being said, there's also like the last thing I want to say because it's kind of sad. It's pretty sad to be honest. Um, so this week, uh, uh, Janet Mouse... Uh, an actress that has, you know, given uh, life to a lot of characters on uh, shorts, series, and also on the upcoming Resident Evil Village game, uh, died, uh, sadly. So, um, she, she uh, I, we don't have a lot of information in that regard, 
but she is the main actress for some of the witches or a lot of the witches or at least one of the witches that we are going to see on Resident Evil Village. Um, I just want to say um, that I hope for her family and friends that they can overcome this as as smoothly as possible you know it's a difficult thing and it's always hard to 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 lose someone especially uh when they are so young and you are not really thinking about about uh them being gone so uh yeah that's that's really hard and uh yeah with that i'm going to to finish today's episode i i'm very grateful for your um you uh, listening to, to this podcast and as always you can listen to uh, all the episodes reviews and stuff all on letstalkvg.com that's our website or uh, follow us on social media Facebook as Let's Talk VG uh, FB as Facebook uh, Let's Talk VG and everything else Twitter and Instagram um, yeah uh, let's uh, finish this and we'll talk again on Friday so until then stay safe cheers